I've never done an enema or one of those things, so I just think. Oh uh, well, you're you're missing out, Kimmy. I am so curious about a colonic. Jesus, why? Podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communication in Chicago. Check out their new exhibit, Stay Tuned Rock On TV, now through April. Just visit museum.tv. And Franz is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm going to show you my doodle. <laughs> Can you see my doodle from where no. you are? You know who else would? Walter Jacobson would doodle. And his doodle one day was close to my doodle. <laughs> he, uh, so you've seen his doodle? Sure. Uh, <laughs> he's seen your doodle. He's seen my doodle more than one day. <laughs> Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Ooh, you remember that thing I saw one time in a porn once? Like, I should try it. And you try it and go, no, no, this didn't work. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is And Friends. Yes, I put my hands in the air when I did that. Put your hands in the air because this is And Friends. Season three, baby. We made it to season three. Season two is significantly longer than one. Let's make this even longer. Yeah, hopefully this one will be longer than both season one and season two combined, if not more. It's weird. You'd think that we would have like stopped season two at the end of 2019 and just started 2020 with season three, but we did like two whole episodes. Yeah, right? we did. Yeah, we yeah. had that, that in-between episode that we definitely recorded um, the weekend before, like how we usually do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That was a good one. Well, well, tell us a little bit more about your life and who you are. Uh, well, I'm Tommy, and I should probably register to vote. You haven't done that yet? No. How I, old are you again? I'm 22. Did you get to vote in the last one? I did. I, I turned oh. 18 a little bit before. It was my freshman year here. Yeah. Uh, didn't didn't work, but I tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird thinking about how it, that was the first one all of us voted for. It's like... Yeah. It kind of made me depressed because I'm like, ah, my vote will matter. Ah, it did not matter. I knew it wasn't going to matter. I voted for third party, so it's fine. So you threw it away. I didn't yes, throw it away. Exactly. You did throw it away. I followed my idea. You basically abstained from voting. I'm bull. Yeah. You didn't follow your idea. You went, ah, fucking, I don't know, Gary Johnson. No. You're not a monster, no. probably. That 1.7% that we got. Bigger lead than we had before. You did know, it if do they... anything, though? Did it affect it in any way? It got us to where we are now. If you would... No. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> in I a mean, negative way, then. Well, you know, if they get... If a third party gets, like, a 15% of the vote, like, the popular vote or something, it's, um... They're allotted, I think, a million dollars of campaign money for the next election. Oh, wow. I mean, you know, a small drop in a big bucket in comparison to whoever Jimmy Buffett... Not Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, Muff, Jimmy Buffett just pours margaritas all over the, the candidate they think is going to win. Whoever Jimmy Buffett backs, that's yeah. my that's my candidate. Yeah, that's right. the horse I'm, I'm in yeah. for. And uh, on that note, I'll switch over to introducing myself because... We're going into drinks. I'm Kimmy, and I would like to state that 2020 has turned my cat into an evil creature, and I now give her drugs. Wow. You know, my cat's on Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> well, my cat's basically just on, like, not like stoner drugs, but it's kind of like drugs smelling her out because she was hissing at, like, everyone who came near her. Wow. I don't know what, literally, it was New Year's. New Year's Eve and the New Year's Eve party that got it to where the New Year was just like... <sighs> At everyone. Was there something that like happened in her life? Some traumatic well, experience? Usually that's what it is, but she's had more traumatic experience of living with a dog, moving like four times because I couldn't stay still. So she's had way worse traumatic huh. experiences minus one New Year's party when I've done many different New Year's parties that have been way worse than that one. Maybe it like induced some sort of Vietnam flashback. But it's been like a month that she and she can't get out of it. We went to the vet and she was so bad. They're like, yeah. Because she's also not up to date with her shots. If she were to scratch anyone here, which she tried to, they like we would have had to put her in quarantine for like 24 hours. And I was like, oh, no. Nope. Wow. So they gave her some like calming drugs to see if she's good for next week when we go in. But who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. If not, they have to give her like some close to knockout drug kind of thing that they give for her pets when they travel to knock them out. Yeah. So that way they can inject her and take her blood to see do what little, the frick is wrong with her. Cat lobotomy. Well, they say oh. when cats get all hissy, there's also could be something like physically wrong with them. Yeah, like, yeah. When a doctor can't touch a cat because she's trying to scratch you, 
Yeah, there's like something internally that's mm -hmm. being caused pain. She's just you know they they purr because it heals their bones. Oh, you know that's a real thing. Like yeah. it's, I feel like you're it's a certain it's a no, certain frequency. It's a certain yeah. frequency. Yeah, a humans actually to a more limited degree. <laughs> that's the human version of purring right there. Humans to a more limited degree also respond to the frequency. Like you, I think it helps lower blood pressure a yeah, little bit yeah, over yeah. time to just have a cat purr on your stomach. She always does that to me, just... but she also gives me the pawpaw dance. Oh yeah, yeah, I get the, the little biscuits. Yeah. yeah. She, she rips the, the shit time. out of my balls. Oh, she does it to my like chest and my boobs, and I'm like, I'm gonna get bruises. Yeah. Uh, my cat gets angsty when I'm not around. Yeah, yeah. Like he lives with my parents, and he got really pissed. That's why they put him on Prozac in the first place, because <laughs> he got really violent, and then he started like pissing on everything. So they were like, all right, that's it. We're taking you to the vet, and they prescribed him Prozac, and they're like, "This is ridiculous. We're giving the cat antidepressants." Hey, uh, speaking of getting violent and pissing on everything, I'm Sam. Uh, I'm not a fan of Corona. I think that colds are annoying, and I often enjoy smiling at people in the mirror. So, do you not like the beer? Do you not like the virus? Do you not like both? Well, I think they're interchanged. I have a conspiracy theory that the coronavirus is just a giant marketing plan for Corona beer. I can see it. Yeah. I think the thing they're missing, though, is they need more lime with the, the Corona that's going on. Yes. A little bit more. I, I got really distracted in what I wanted to say because a man waved at me and I felt like I had to wave back because we made eye contact. So I totally messed that up. We are, we are broadcasting from the museum. <laughs> I got so distracted. Yeah. The guy yeah. just like came up and was like yeah, waving hardcore and we wave. And I made eye contact. I was just trying to ignore it, but it's like you're facing that direction. <laughs> On that note, I, f I screwed that up. Sorry. I apologize. It's okay. I it's couldn't really natural. Couldn't, couldn't go anywhere with that one. <laughs> I mean, you know, the they actually. Uh, they made a lot of progress on destroying the coronavirus with a combination of alcohol and high temperatures. No kidding. Yeah, so you so could kill coronavirus with corona. Just a warm corona is wow. the cure for the coronavirus. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah. Problem <laughs> Did you solved. say warm corona? Well, probably like a scalding Ugh. hot corona. Yeah. The <laughs> boiling scalding corona. The yeah, word. scalding, scalding. You learned a word today. Spalding. No. It's scalding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, uh, Tommy, what, what's our episode sponsored by today? Uh, our sponsor this week is the Wuhan coronavirus. They're extending yeah. now to podcasts. They got to get some positivity for all the death that's kind of gone on. So uh, they wanted to sponsor us because a few people have died. Yeah. So. And you know what? I mean, they have a lot of buyers worldwide. Almost mm -hmm. 3,000 in China alone. Exactly. Right? Yeah, they've had they've had a few uh, confirmed buyers in the Chicago area yes. recently. Yeah, there's been some bad publicity, but I think they're going to be. I think they're bouncing back. I think I think uh, this is a good move for them, branching out into other forms of media. exactly uh, branching into other markets. They're doing a crossover with Plague Inc. Yes, exactly. We're promoting that. Yeah, that that worked out really well. Okay. Update us on the news, Kimmy. Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. Flawless, gentlemen. Flawless. So today's news is a little bit about booze and black history month. Ooh. Good combo. My two favorite things. <laughs> well, first we're going to start off with, you know, who doesn't love some beer? They say God changed water into wine, but someone in India changed the water taps into beer. They're... What? There was beer pouring from the t their sinks because someone decided to, you know, I guess, pull a little prank oh. on the people. What, what was said prank? Well, I mean, they now got beer pouring out of the, the their taps. Oh. I mean, that... Was that not self-explanatory, <laughs> The whole thing was... I, well, I thought there'd be a little bit more elaborate. It was just like, nah, they just... They're like, fuck it. Let's just put beer through the tap. What more do you need? I, 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 I don't know how it could be a prank. There was... A they expected water. They got beer. It, it's the old switcheroo. It's yeah. the oldest trick in the book, Samuel. Yeah, sure. Well, actually, no, it wasn't a prank. Um, the real story is the fact that there was an apartment building in South India that basically had alcohol seep into a well that they pulled from. So there was a mixture of beer with the water supply in this, that area. So oh. people were noticing that their tap was coming out, you know, a different color, basically, like it was coming out brown. And then, you know, they found out when they reported it that it was alcohol that was... The real prank is that it's all there. watered down. Yeah, yeah it's I was going to say, I was like, it's not like full... <laughs> 
This, this episode is not sponsored by Budweiser. <laughs> no. But yeah, that apparently it said that they said that workers had been digging a hole and disposing of alcohol in a near from a at a nearby bar and hotel, and it just ended up seeping through into the well. Wait, they were just disposing <laughs> leftover alcohol into a hole yeah, by the building? Apparently, the liquor had been expired and was kept since 2014. Oh, so they, no! So they dug a trench on the premises to dispose of it, like, you know, without getting in trouble. What? But unfortunately, it seemed to just seep into a nearby well and pollute the water stream. Only That's oh what they told God. CNN when they found I mean, out about it. Room temperature expired beer actually yeah. it's funny watered down it's not reading more into it i didn't notice this part it's not just beer it's brandy and rum as well Whoa. <laughs> oh no how did rum expire what did you do when, when i first read this i was like wow this is some cool prank and then knowing more um it was just really it was actually just a bar trying to cover their asses yeah. for selling expired stuff really incompetent owners instead of like throwing it in the trash bin they're like fuck it dig a trench in the back <laughs> dump them now not realizing there's a well nearby yeah. that everything's going on let's just get the town a little drunk boss what are we doing take a shovel <laughs> Don't ask questions. This is a new way of the mafia. They don't expose imagine. bodies. They expose the workers come on to the back and they see a whole bunch of like like uh, blankets on top of th- stuff that they think is bodies and they start digging and then they lift it up and it's all just booze. Seems like a good find for all of three seconds. Yeah. See you the expiration date. Listen to this. Apparently the, I can't say its name, Kerala? K-E-R-A-L-A. I cannot pronounce names of that the town became or a state became a dry state in 2014 when this oh, all expired what? when the alcohol was prohibited but though they were relaxed in 2017 the restrictions oh, but oh. like because they had all this stuff from 2014 right. i was gonna say you know it was like damn a speakeasy dumped all their shit <laughs> i know i was like sense. this has got eight times more <laughs> yeah, interesting <right>. <laughs> like this is a dry county and they've got oh my god you know that that doesn't seem like it's too well. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have been mad. I was gonna you say, know, you I, got free liquor, but I mean, right? if you want to take a shower, I don't want to reek of booze. Oh, that's right, especially like a warm booze shower. Mm-hmm. Especially if you got like a bruise the other day from biking down the hill too fast. I mean, it will clean your cuts and wounds. That's true. So Imagine it's sting like a bitch. Yeah. Imagine having to tell your kids they're too young to drink the tap water. <laughs> Can't drink it. I mean, I will say though, this is more. Kind of, I would say it is kind of more funny than the uh, Black History Month fail that happened in a Michigan State University. So, Something about Michigan State University just screams Black History Month fail. Yeah, that was like, oh, God, this isn't going to be funny. This is going to be like cringe. Why did they think about doing <laughs> get this? dark. Yeah. So they made like a, they made a tree that oh, it was supposed no. to represent, you know, the different, you know, Oh, uh, oh no. <laughs> yes, you see the photo. It was kind of just showing see, like... You got to bring the photo up, Tommy. I have to pull the photo. <laughs> we'll, we'll post it out on our we socials. We should not but, uh, post this on socials. I, I mean, people... We kind of have to. Look, we'll post we'll, it, but can we please put a disclaimer? We did not do this. No. We let's didn't just, do this. Let's post a link somewhere, but... Well, we could oh, also post... Oh, no. Here. What we could post is because they put on here... Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. So basically they had a tree and they hung figured dolls of famous people to kind of portray like these African-American, the famous people in African-American history. And they had Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, princes on there. I'm pretty sure that is supposed to be Harriet Tubman. Yeah, it looks like Harriet Tubman. I think I see MLK down there. Yeah. Yeah. So He's on the bottom branch. Yeah. That, that, um... Look, you know yeah. what? At least, like, this wasn't malicious. You could tell that they put some creative heart behind it. Why is it a tree? Yeah, I was going to say, I, out of I all know. things, a tree? I know, I know, but it wasn't. Look, there's little plush dolls. But I they're would hanging like, them. They're I hanging know. them. I mean, at least it's not around their necks, but no. It looks like it. It no, really it looks really like really it. It looks like Literally it. Literally everything is not on their side in oh. this. And whoever okayed this and said, this is great, obviously did not realize this is in the fucking that this gift is shop. terrible oh that is that is just and the tree is obviously a tree it's not like you can be like oh this doesn't really look like a tree no it's a tree with branches you I, that's what they tr- i think that's when i was reading it before i saw the photo they said it was supposed to be a tree like rack that is not a rack no no that's, that's just not a, rack. a tree 
This is this is though like the best double take experience one could ever have. Because when you look at it the first time and then you look away, you, you really have to look back because you're really confused at what the hell you just saw. Yeah. It, Jesus. It makes me also wonder who oh who oh who saw this and okayed it and not realize. You wanna believe that like an institute of higher education would be no. a little past no, this? No, no, no. Thanks, twenty first century, you I don't, let me down again. Again, I don't think this was very intentional at all. I think it was like, oh, we're just going to hang a whole bunch of little plush dolls. And Yeah, I know, but... Even if that's true, it's so severely misguided. I know. So far off. And I know they say tree-like, because that's where everything It's like a tree-like rack. No. But like, yeah, I don't know what else you'd call it. That's a tree. That's, not, that's, just, that's just a tree. Well, it was a tree. It is made out of wood. It is a wood. It is supposed right. to just be a yeah. display, but that's a display. I, I have a, a tree... Thing that hangs my jewelry. That's fine. It's jewelry. Yeah. Not plush dolls that are supposed to represent. You know, Barack famous, Obama famous, and Michelle Obama yeah. and Harriet Tubman. No, that's well, just. This is a. Uh, this is so such light news, Kimmy. Yeah, I went from you know talking about a prank, non-prank, gonna uh, interestingly, and for people in an apartment complex to uh, the stupidity of Michigan State University. Yeah. I'm going to say stupidity because, I mean, come on. Oh, no, the this, way this looks oh, yeah. is obviously this is, stupidity. This is like peak stupid right here. If you want, I could do another one, but this one's not as, I mean, it's not as stupid, but it's kind of like the people who did this instead of trying to come up, sell new books, because this is more about books, instead of sell new books by new authors, they oh, wanted to remake no. covers of old books, but with African-American people on the cover instead. It was Mars uh, and Noble, which another reason, you know, they have are not around as much. Um, they just canceled it, luckily, to put out thank God. Uh, books of color on books with people of color on like classic ones like Moby Dick. And oops, sorry, apparently I wanted to talk about it like Moby Dick. They wanted to switch it or The Wizard of Oz. They wanted to take these classic stories and just put a new cover on it with someone that's African-American instead of promoting books made by. Yeah, that. that would seem like the better thing to do, right? And I don't. I also think it's like, why? Why do you have to put like, put a put, like distinguish the color of the person on the book? Because you're reading the book, you'll create the characters in your head. Yeah. You also create the characters that the book will tell you to be created. Exactly. Right. That's I what mean, I. This one is like better intentioned. I yes. think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. I mean, there's kind of like a an angle of like making it easier for. Uh, for like young young black people to like experience that that feeling that, that we got because there were always white people on book covers. Yeah. Um, but also like just pr- like you were saying, like promote promote ones that already have well, black characters. Or just the made authors. By black, yeah. yeah, made by exactly. black authors. Yeah. Like they wanted to do Romeo and Juliet and, or, on there too, and it's like we. We already know kind of how it is, and I understand they're trying to do a new version cover, I should say, to kind of change it. But at the same time, that's not—it's not as great. It doesn't change the just, book. Yeah, it doesn't change yeah. what you read and what how it's described as a person in there. And I get it. I understand. I mean, I get what they're trying to do. Then again, there's a many other things they could have done instead, which is why it's good that they canceled this. Well, it's like you put the wonderful Wizard of Oz out here with a black person on the cover as opposed to just putting the Wiz out here. Like, Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I think, you know what, apart from the other one, this one is extremely lazy. Yes. This is very lazy. I think that's the main problem with this one is it feels like slacktivism. Yeah. The other one is like an active problem, but this is more just like lame. The other one was very dumb and shouldn't have happened. This one is like... Okay, I guess you can do it, but no one asked for it, and it like there was an author. There was, there was a, a better route to go. Yeah, there was an author who decided who tweeted out. There's many actually, uh, but one of them she wrote a tweet that she didn't understand the thinking behind the effort, saying, "Can can you imagine a black girl, a young black girl, seeing a cover with someone who looks like her, but then finding nothing that reflects her in the pages?" Yeah, like she went on, but that's that's a, that's a true statement there. It was uh, author Karen Strong said this. It's like, imagine then you seeing the cover and thinking, oh, this is going to be like, you know, portraying me, especially as a young person reading books, trying to like find who you are. And it's like you're reading and it's describing someone else that you can't imagine yeah, being you. Describes a little white girl from Kansas and her dog Toto 
traveling through magical Oz land. <coughs> the difference would be if you saw the movie. Wasn't Whoopi Goldberg in it? That's a whiz. That I don't think she wasn't. I don't she, know. I, I don't I think Whoopi no, Goldberg no, that was, was the original. Cinderella. No, uh, that was Cinderella. The Wiz had Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. Yes. I remember seeing the Wiz, the Wiz in school. It was pretty good. I, we're, uh, no, it was the Cinderella with Whitney Houston. Oh, wow. Do you remember that at no. all? No, I don't remember I remember that, that because it did. It was, oh, I'm trying to remember. It was Cinderella. It came out in 1997. Yeah, it had Whitney Houston, but that and it had oh, Brandy. Yeah. The act, the act, the young actress. I remember that. I was one years old. I was in and the And it had theater. like Pablo, I can't say his last name, but. Picasso? Was, no. Escobar. Oh. No, it was like Monteblan. I, I. Again, I butcher names. I've heard But this name, one but... was more of a very, this one is something they should promote. Like if they had the yeah. book that was like this, but. What, promote the screenplay for it? Yeah, or something that's, you know. Actually, yeah. yeah I mean, portrayed for a, like a young woman that would want, like it would make sense more to. That's why I was like, the story I was like, ah, I don't know. I mean, it's not to knack on those books. Because I mean, these are all great books too. But I mean, like it's not really going for what they thought they'd be going for. Yeah. yeah. You know? They just had like a lazy way of doing, like celebrating Black History Month. Well, you know what else is really lazy? You? Three white people sitting in a room discussing racial issues. <laughs> ha! Honestly, yes. Oh. <laughs> well, if you're still listening to our podcast, we're going to talk about Florida men right now. That's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Men. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? I'll tell Wait, you what's second. wrong. We do this bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's wrong with you, Florida. I got three great Florida stories today. And believe it or not, they're all about Florida. Really? Yeah. <laughs> this is a wow. first. Yeah. Normally right. someone crosses a state line and exactly. goes on a wild police chase Completely naked. Completely naked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Always naked. So I, the first story I have is uh, about a Florida man at McDonald's. Let me tell you. Would you like fries with that? And how about a side of cash? All right. A man walked into a McDonald's in Kissimmee on Sunday night wearing an employee uniform Walked behind a cash register and helped another man place an order. All right. Then the surveillance footage showed the man posing as a worker uh, grab some cash before running out the door of the restaurant. If uh, he didn't run, that would have been the perfect crime. Right? <laughs> if he sat there and worked a couple more hours. You just stand there for for, for, for like 20 minutes and yeah. take a few orders and then just walk out with money like, you, like you're on your break, like you were supposed to be right. there. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't like take a couple burgers with him too. Oh, you should. Yeah. Oh my God. That's his fail. Is anyone else going to get McDonald's after this? Yeah. <laughs> It turns out uh, this is the second time that an incident like this has happened with someone walking into a McDo uh, McDonald's with a McDonald's uh, uniform. Please and tell me it's the same McDonald's. I, I, I don't know. It didn't say in the article, but I do have one thing I have to say about it is that I guess this is one Mac too big for their bridges. Good God. What do you think that that figure of speech means, Samuel? I thought it was, uh, it relates to, you know, it was too much, you know, they couldn't pack all the money not, in their not, pockets. Not the Big Mac part. I commend you for the Big Mac part. It's stupid, but it's good in that way. The term too big for his britches. Yeah. It's britches. He's too big for his britches, <laughs> meaning pants. What? You said bridges. What? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> But I meant britches. Did you? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever called him out for it. Like I would like to also say that Goodwill, people will donate their like McDonald's uniforms, so I'm not surprised that this could happen multiple times. It should happen. That be shouldn't be allowed. I mean, you donate well, it. It's, it's Halloween time, especially. We sell whatever is donated that could be a costume. Oh, man. People could wear a nerd. I mean, you could go to a place and go buy some scrubs and fake being a nurse. That's where you should buy scrubs now that I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. What, buy them at a Goodwill? Yeah, I mean, Those if you're disgusting them there. I mean, I was going to say, A, they're probably the most disgusting, but we, they do get a lot of Goodwill. Like, yeah, throw you, some detergent on and it. And they're cheap. Like, yeah. have you seen, scrubs are like 20 bucks sometimes, depending on well, if you get nice on new which, ones. Well, it depends on which season you want to get. Yeah, or which, uh, apparently there's like a level of flexibility. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a freaking nurse. Why am I saying this? I just, and Friends solves the medical industry. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have brought costs down to affordable levels. You are welcome, America. <laughs> 
I got another one. Uh, I hope you have two more. I do. Uh, the Florida Highway Patrol arrested two men suspected of drug trafficking after troopers pulled them over and found a dr- uh, found drugs in a bag labeled "bag full of drugs." The perfect crime. Right. They the win. last place you'd look. They win the smartest criminals award. Yeah. That it turns out that inside the bag full of drugs. They had such drugs as methamphetamine, GHB, also known as the date rape drug, um, cocaine, MDNA, MDMA, and fentanyl. Oh, Jesus, fentanyl? What, are you trying to kill yourself? Well, listen, listen, or others. listen, luckily, luckily, uh, luckily the suspects got seven cents off their bail for bringing their own bags. <laughs> I liked it. I like that one. Yeah. The, the real ah, issue is that <laughs> Florida's not a very green state. No, no. it's that's that's the reason that you're joking. I mean, they didn't, didn't even didn't have any apart. weed in this bag. Yeah, they didn't you're right. Have any green? That's weak shit. <laughs> Look at you. Like, why would you even <laughs> use weed? You when you've got meth, uh, MDMA, fentanyl. Like, but it's green. Well, the you know, it, weed is green. It's a big variety of 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 drugs in Just here. Got that? Like. <laughs> uh, like methamphetamine's pretty freaking hard, but like compared to cocaine, uh, that's the same thing. Well, fentanyl is like designed to ruin cocaine. Like you put that in cocaine when you just want to kill somebody. Well, well, what's great is in the in the photo that they provided in the article, the bag full of drugs was a clear bag full of drugs. <laughs> so I guess there was no hiding it anyway. No. So at that point you might as well just make it a bit. Yeah, I guess I guess you it, it might be easy to forget a clear bag full of drugs so you just print the fact that it's a bag full of drugs on it. Well, you're just like, you know, if a cop sees this, they're going to look at it and go, that's a bag full of drugs. So we might as well just make it fun. Like if we get pulled over with this, yeah. we'll be on the news. <laughs> yeah. It's like officer, officer, just to cut to the chase. Here you go. They did it just to be on some podcast. Exactly. Yeah, uh, we we see you, Florida people. Yeah. We will welcome you onto the show anytime. Um, last story. This one's a little bit of a longer one, but it has a great story to it. Um, Naples police officer arrested a woman for disorderly intoxication and arrested her husband too. Her husband too, because he told officers that he wanted to go to jail. Uh, a bartender at a restaurant that they were at. Uh, was upset for the Mrs. Florida man for putting her feet on the bar and showing underneath her skirt. She was exposing herself to everyone. Um, uh, They asked her to leave. They refused to leave. And the couple responded by yelling vulgar and racist comments. Classic. Yep. Uh, uh, Mrs. Florida man said, I do not have to go anywhere because my dad is the chief of police. Uh, So the Naples police officers arrived. What? How old are you that you're still playing? My dad's a cop. She looked about 40 years old. I mean, Jesus. But, uh, anyways, the police uh, the police arrived, uh, and the Mrs. Florida man kept refusing to, re- uh, to leave, so she began grabbing at the officer's hand and asked him to take her to jail. Uh, Mr. Florida man said, would you just walk my wife up to their room and sing her a silly song uh, and a lullaby? And then they were going to book her. Specific request. Yeah, right. They were going to book her, so he pretty much said, uh, if she's going, I want to go too, and began to act erratically so the officers would arrest him. The only thing I have to say about this is that it really shows you the things people will do to visit their (laughs) in-laws. Do you think that her dad's really the chief of police? I want to believe it, man. I want to believe it, but also that means the chief of police is probably about to just, like, quit his job. Well, that's probably also why he wouldn't be there, because I feel like if they would have been called and someone said, hey, this girl is saying that her dad's the chief of police. Like, I would have said that just to be like, can you tell the chief police to come here because is this his daughter? Imagine if it is his daughter and he just gets the call and he's like, no. (laughs) Well, you know, it also could be the explanation for a big life choice, because maybe he was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have a daughter. I live in Florida. What is the one job I can do to truly protect her? Chief of police. Backfires. Here is kind of, I know she has a husband, but what if by her saying my dad, it's really like my daddy. Ooh, like big brother? No. Oh, we're back on this again. (laughs) I was meaning more like this is a sexy side hustle man. Oh. She got her husband then the other guy who's the chief police. Because, you know, she keeps doing stupid shit like this. (laughs) That's that's her bail. She gets gets bailed on for bail. That would be more of an interesting story. Yeah. Her husband, well, that's why her husband wanted to go to jail, because, you know, he likes... 
He has to wow. keep an eye on her. He has to make sure she ain't doing the chief of police. No, keep going, Samuel. Uh, Finish your prison. Maybe he's job. not worried about it. He's just he likes being there and watching it happen. Can you do the sound again? Wah! 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 That's the noise. If you hear that echo through the jail cells, that's when you know chief of police. When you hear Samuel say "wah wah," call in with the secret keyword. Uh, that's it for Florida. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, Florida will still be around. It could break off at any time. <laughs> yeah. Might just see, yeah. might just like fall off. It could the map. just be flooded and, you know, a lot of The amount of methamphetamine that's just digging into the ground could just explode. Like, yeah. any one meth lab explodes, it could set off a chain reaction at this exactly. point. Exactly. Disneyland is just a powder keg. I mean, Disney World. Every, every Walmart in radius is just going to yeah. go off. <laughs> All the all the all the bullets that they have stockpiled. Pew. Yeah. <laughs> remember that sad. time? Remember that time that Walmart took all the violent video games out of the shelves, but yeah. they left the guns. God damn it, man. Um, if you like and friends, then be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits podcast network, like introducing Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, an Opie show. Rick Kempfer and David Stern interview celebrities, and as the name Minutia Men implies, the interviews often delve into lesser-known details of well-known celebrities or examinations into celebrities that aren't as well-known. Fun, compelling, and memorable. It's all of those things. Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. It's pretty good, too, because I, I worked a couple of them, and it's a little more celebrity interview than it is, you know, the other stuff that they do on Minutia Men. Less Minutia, more men? Meh, yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know if they had any females on yet. <laughs> well, you can go check it out. I don't think they know any. Yeah. They're, they're each married to, I believe, each has a wife. Yes. But I don't think they talk to their wives. I yeah. think they mostly just hang out with each other. I, see, I also think uh, one of them also has all daughters, too. Really? Yeah, like three daughters and three sons, I think. I don't know. Well, if you want to find uh, that out, you can go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search Radio Misfits. Just wanted to sneak that in there. Yeah. As you delve he... into the fact of it, daughters? Yeah, we're just... Wives? Yeah. Let them delve in. Rick and Dave are going to kick down your door now because of what you said. Let them do it. I know a woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> They can't come within hey, 50 feet. Speaking of women, Kimmy. I'm that's you. I know. I was going to say. I was looking. I was like, are you Did meeting you know me, that? Tommy? But I didn't think you were. So I was like, I'm not going to put myself in the butt of a joke right here. So I'm not going to talk. <laughs> you didn't know where that where the bit was going. You're like, I don't no. trust this yet. I'm no, not, I would be afraid to be like, like me. And you'd be like, no, you're not a woman. I would have been like, okay. I would never say that about you. Kimmy. I'm not going to deconfirm anyone's yeah, gender geez. identity. Again, Kimmy. I took gender studies in school. All right. Yeah, I think he knows this a little better I think, than you do. I think I know my way around a little bit better than you do. They've been saying this joke even before this recording started. I'm shocked this is the first time it's coming in like, but that's what happens when I go into the sex toy box. Oh. oh. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. <laughs> Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. <laughs> I wanted to change it up a bit. Not so much something fully sex related, but it does involve the male reproductive parts. <laughs> oh, well, I, I know only a little about the I male have no parts. idea how those oh, work. My guys... knowledge is surface level. See, in this case, I know more than you guys. Oh, I haven't taken classes either, so shove that up your ass, Samuel. Well, I was trying to be better at this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I had to. Anyway, this is about your balls. Thank you. Please do tell me about my balls, Kimmy. You do have more experience in this field. Yes. So, do you guys know what TikTok is? I do. Boy, boy, howdy. I'm a little afraid of how <laughs> testicles interact. <laughs> well, I know. It's like, well, this actually, I saw this a while ago. I'm shocked you haven't seen it. But apparently, TikTokers are dipping their balls in soy sauce and orange juice, some of them, because apparently your testicles have taste receptors really and the reason oh. why i changed it up is because i want to ask you this question do you think then if your balls have taste receptors that they taste things i mean if they have the receptors i never paid attention i'm going to pay attention now yeah. oh yes right <laughs> i'm definitely not gonna dip my balls in some italian ice later but that's weird because like how do you 
how do you sense it, right? Because you're used to knowing taste happens in the mouth. Yeah. Taste coming from any other part of your body would be strange. If you could suddenly taste with your hand, what would that be like? So now the ability to... I feel like... So now what I have to assume is there's a weird taste of, like, salt and sweat constantly happening for us that we don't really perceive of. We must be numb to this. Yeah, um... I don't know. Uh, I, I'm just thinking of the fact that I'm tasting with my balls. And then I'm thinking, like, you know how, like, when you taste also, like, your spit sometimes? Yeah. Does that mean you always taste your balls sometimes? I mean, I guess. I'm but it's not- like, you don't, it's not like you taste it in your mouth, right? You're tasting it with your balls. That should be where the taste is occurring i love that you guys are speculating this i want to give you the real thing i just also like this people are teabagging or soy bagging soy sauce you guys should you guys should do that on this i mean instead of me giving you the real answer because i could just do that and then this fun would be done you guys could just do it i mean let's try it with the day quill that is the freedom of the audio format is we can be fully new the entire time so you you're asking me right now not do this as a group to whip my balls out Let's in the middle of the Museum of Stop. Broadcast Communication. There's doors. Dip You're- them in some Dayquil. Yeah. See what happens. See if you taste it in your taste receptors. What does Dayquil normally taste like? I honestly forget. Do you want to try some? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do, do we want to keep this facade going or do you want me to explain? Please. Yeah, yeah you explain. Okay. <laughs> I will say, yes, your balls do have taste receptors. That Exciting. is a what? true thing. Even a doctor... Karen Kennedy was saying that, yes, the difference is reason why I keep saying receptors, because it's not like the taste buds in your mouth. Yes, there is the the aspect of taste. And I'll explain it in what they said in Men's Health Australia, which is funny um, that it's Australia. Uh, it's Men's Health down under. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. <laughs> OK, the studies or any that have followed hasn't shown that any animal can actually taste via the receptors, like we'd taste something from the mouse. There is no scientific or medical evidence to back up any claims that men can actually taste from their junk. So while the fact that there might be taste receptors in the testicles, it's pretty interesting, is unfortunately doesn't mean there's any evidence that you can actually taste things. At least, unfortunately, the taste testers and TikTok Yet. Well, what I'm curious about Yet. is like... A, yet. B, imagine if, like, you were so used to it from birth, right? If yeah. I have a son, and every day I feed him a little baby food, and I just rub just a little baby <laughs> food on his balls, will he be able to taste with that? Because it's too late for us to start. What about from birth, Samuel? Why? Why would you subject your own child? Like, it's like, oh, excuse me, can you give me a second? I gotta take my son into the bathroom mid-meal, gotta dip his ball in some soy sauce, make sure he gets those taste receptors up and running. Because that pays off the second that my kid has to say, my underwear tastes weird. (laughs) Here's another interesting thing. In this article, just reading more, A, because here's to veto your one fact with that with the baby. You also... Part of taste is also smell. You don't have any nose near your balls. Oh, my God. So it's definitely weaker. Uh, Okay, here's another thing. Here's another thing. Think about this. The key difference also is testicles are kept inside the scrotum. And while they can taste things, the skin on the scrotum can't. Right. I didn't think it out. Boom. So really, there's a zero chance of the soy flavor that they're doing it particularly it's actually being picked up we got a whole bunch of zoomers just running around dipping their balls in soy sauce i mean what is the angle on the video like are we seeing them doing this is nudity allowed on tiktok no no it's more like somebody's videotaping it like you see them without pants you see them pouring it and stuff like that and you see them saying that they do saying they get it i mean again the easiest way to realize this if you guys don't believe anything that these doctors have said or especially because you know it's health from down under. Yeah, I'll believe the doc from down um, under. We could just do our own science experiment. We have two men here. One could be the controlled. One could be the... I mean, just What's both, the control? Just I'm, both dip your balls in soy uh, sauce. One, one with scrote on, one with scrote yeah, off. Yeah, let's take right. your skin yeah. off your balls. It's a little known fact. <laughs> oh, God. Most women don't know you can just kind of remove it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let me just skin you a little bit. It'll be fine. The the ball sack is actually just Are a giant Are you okay? Are you removal. vomiting in there because no. of this? It sounded literally like throw up in my mind because I didn't see you. Sorry, I coughed really bad. 
Um, but yeah, I when I first saw this, like I saw this before while we were having a nice little break, but I just also wish you guys would do it. Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> None of us wants to see that. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see it. I just want to know, like, you know, if we truly want to do this, you should just do it. Not, I'm not taking anything out. Uh, I will. I will do it in the comfort of my own home. All right, then do it at your own home. Videotape it so we can't see it, and then put your response on audio. You don't have to videotape it. Uh, I'll record it. Just, just record. Yeah. Just write down your findings. Report back next week. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> do this daily, like three times a day, and see if it changes each time. But no, that, I just thought that was interesting because I was like, I never thought about the difference between taste receptors compared to taste buds. And, and especially in this case where it's like, you know, it's the testicles. But, you know, you do have that layer of skin. Yeah, it makes me wonder, we don't really have a layer of skin on our tongues. Yeah, it makes me wonder why the <laughs> hell they're down there, you know? Like, why? I, Evolution. <laughs> I don't know. Right? I think they're... Oh, you mean the taste receptors? Yeah. I thought you just meant the testicles. Oh, I was like, I mean, uh, do we have to have a know, talk? <laughs> you know where they also have taste receptors? Uranus. That I have heard before. Yeah. I, I saw that. that and I was like, wow. Well, you know, how, how are you supposed to uh, enjoy a suppository? Never had Coffee one. enema. Oh. You know, there's a My Strange Addiction that did that. And it was interesting because they did it so many times. And I would just think, what about when you get beans stuck up in there? I thought, I thought it was a liquid. I mean, it is liquid, but there's going to be some chance you get some of the very fine crushed things that kind of go through in some way. Oh, and then isn't that? You I don't know. know. You know I've how? never done an enema or one of those things. So I just <laughs> I, think, uh, especially well, you're, you're coffee, missing like, out, Kimmy. I am so curious about a colonic. I What's like that? Jesus. Why? It's it, they clean you out with water. And it's like a douche. I think so. Yeah, yeah, but for the add the rectum. Yeah. I feel like you can use the douche each way because yes. like it just cleans it out. Well, anal douching is a thing. Yeah, see? So uh, anal douche and you could put it you know at Goodwill we had a booty douche donated before. Wow. I wanted to buy Used? it. No, it was in the packaging, like completely oh, new. Shame. We just never sold it because we we're just also like this is weird. I I don't know. I'm curious about a colonic, but I also like wussed out of a bidet. So I'm like, if I can't handle a bidet, I can't uh, do a bidets colonic. Are great. It seems nice. It's just, it's a freaky concept to me. I don't like anything back it's there. It's literally, just, you ugh. just don't use toilet paper. You just use a bidet. Well, well you should I'm, still use some. Yeah, I was going to say, you should You got to do a little cleanup. Your some. ass is going to get your underwear wet, and then you're going to have a wet butt. Significantly less. Or you're going to get um swamp ass. You don't want swamp ass, Samuel. No. I don't know. No. I feel like though what we're saying, like you want to try this thing. You know, I want to find out about the. We could just get these things and try them on air. We'll have Weren't a, we we'll, told that we got too raunchy with this? Yeah, I'm, I was now, about to say we're never gonna play the. Avondale if we Bowl. do that, I don't think I don't think we come back live at the Avondale Bowl. <laughs> watch us eat stuff with our ass. I feel like we but could just chug, do a separate podcast, like a sexy, not sexy one of and friends <laughs> after dark. You want to do another <laughs> podcast? Yeah. Right. Yeah, but this one's more of a visual. Like, we'll just do a YouTube channel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, we'll be right back. If you missed Los Ano or La Los Los Ano and Friends, here's what you missed. Did you guys know that Family Guy's a very smart show? No, uh. South Park is actually the smartest show. Why? Because it's a very conservative show done yes. in a very liberal manner, and there is so much rhetoric. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I know. still disagree that South Park is the smartest show. However, yes, it is smart <laughs> in that it fools a lot of people into thinking that it's funny and or that it, it is that it is making fun of okay, everything. Okay, out of the four things. shows, South Park, yes. Simpsons, yes. Family Guy, and Flintstones, yes. which is a smart show. Hold on, why are you including Flintstones? <laughs> <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's part two of our special Corvette C8 episode, as only the Car Guys Report can do. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me, Luke Costable, and our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, for part two of this very special episode of The Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we're back. <laughs> All right, let's go into something a little better than, you know, sex, and let's get into the... You know. Hey, uh, we're going to get into next week today. Yeah. Do, 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 do. It is, it time, is time, time for, for next, next week's week today. today. 
not sexy, right? Uh, from what I know, there's not that much sex. I don't know how you feel about Vice President Spiro T. Agnew. (laughs) No. (laughs) Nixon's VP. So starting with February 12th. Yes. uh, Because we all know how next week, this is season three. We all know how it works. I talk about whatever happened next week, today, right now. Today. So starting with February 12th, uh, the first Beatles concert happened in 1964 in the United States. They performed at Carnegie Hall, New York. You See, believe that? I can think a lot of sex happened after that. Absolutely. Or at it. Okay, you do understand the demographic of the people who went to see the Beatles at that time was mostly 12-year-old girls. Yeah, but in the back, like in the dressing room, the Beatles were fucking. Oh, yeah. That's just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> hey, also on a lighter note, uh, in uh, 1793, the Fugitive Slave Act was enacted. It allowed oh, slave fun. owners to recover runaway slaves. Uh, why did you say fun? <laughs> why? Ironically. Okay, I hope so. Uh, let's move on to February 13th. <laughs> All right. It's getting a little funky here because we're going back to 1971. Yes, when Spiro Agnew hit three spectators with golf balls during the Bob Hope Desert Classic. But I swear only two were on purpose. Yeah, right. <laughs> on his first drive, he sliced... Uh, uh, he sliced hitting a man and his wife with the same ball. That's after, impressive. After apologizing, he hits his next shot into a gallery, striking a woman in the ankle, sending her to the hospital for x-rays. And this is why I don't do golf anymore, because I shattered someone's windshield. Really? Oh. At least it wasn't someone's ankle. My dad once made a bet with me. We were playing behind these two older guys. Uh, and he goes, we're teeing up and just waiting for them to clear off the green. He goes, I will give you $5 on the spot if you can hit one of them on this drive. And I thought, wow, that's really wrong. But also, I'm like 11 and $5 is like a million. So let's just do it. I got so close. Oh. It was the one time I drove that far all day because I was motivated. <laughs> he just needs to bet you more. <laughs> Same day, 1935, Bruno Hauptmann was found guilty of kidnapping and murdering Charles Lindenberg's 20-month-old son. He was arrested after using one of the ransom money bills at a gas station. $14,600 of the ransom money was found in his garage, and he was found guilty and sent to the electric chair. That one gave me a real shock. Continued to claim his innocence despite almost 15 grand worth of ransom money sitting in his garage. You got to respect his commitment. Yeah. I just kind of stuck in why did they have to say 20 month old son? It's like a year and a half or something like that. I know, right? Just say like it's a one year old. Right. Come on. Sorry. He's 36 months. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to February 14th, the oldest photograph of a U.S. president was taken in the White House. Uh, James K. Polk, first president to be photographed in the White House. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and William Henry Harrison was the first president to be photographed while in office, but it wasn't in the White House and it has been lost. Oh. oh yeah. That's like sad history. Yeah. It's gone. Uh, in 19- I hope they find it. It's been, it's been, a, been a little bit of a while, Tommy. They it's always the have, last place you look. Yeah. I bet they probably have like boxes of old crap somewhere in the White House. I think it's out of the couch. All right, uh, same day, 1980, CBS anchorman Walter Cronkite announced his retirement. And he said, and that's the way it is. He became known as the most trusted man in America. You know, that's one of those things. It's, it's one of those things I actually feel like I missed out on. Like the whole right? nation kind of rallied around this idea of Walter Cronkite. He yeah. went to Vietnam, man. He what? broadcasted oh. live from Vietnam. That's right. I know. Can you imagine like watching war happen on TV? And that was like the first time. I know. That was the first one that was really That's televised. why they don't do it anymore. They kept doing it up to like the Persian Gulf War. Yeah. That, that shit was on cable. Yeah. <laughs> You could watch it on HBO primetime, 7 o'clock. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if they did that these days? It'd be its own streaming platform. They'd make a reality TV show out of it, man. It is reality yeah, TV. Yeah, it is practically real. That's what CNN is, man. They make it some scripted thing, though. That's even worse. Like, it- the politics of it is just a bunch of drama queens sitting around with things that aren't problems and making them into problems and then paying someone to deal with it. Yeah. Yep. Well, how else is the news cycle supposed to stay alive for 24 hours? <laughs> That's that's the that's the real trick to it. CNN has been funding the Iraqi war for decades just to get news. 
Anyways, uh, February 15th, the first bl- uh, the first brawl on the floor of the U.S. House of Representatives happened. Two like a physical last. fight? Yeah. yeah, two weeks prior, during an argument, Matthew Lyon of Vermont spit in the face of Roger Griswold of Connecticut. After the resolution uh, to remove Lyon failed, Griswold attacked Lyon with his cane. Lyon retreated to a fire pit and defended himself with a fire tongs until the other congressmen broke up the fight. I forgot about this. I have heard about this. Yeah. And this is why they don't allow fire pits and fireplaces now in Congress. Yeah. That's that's probably one reason, yeah. <laughs> I wish they still did this. You know how many settlements this would stop? I, honest, I mean, the brawling part, I mean, come on. You got to at least not have anything that's hot and flammable nearby. But a brawl, like a good old-fashioned like, fist to cuffs. Just have them duke it out. Yeah. Just let it duke it out. I think it'd be better than the petty stuff they do now, which is just, I mean, yes, they're using their words, and I guess just they rip are up, Congress, rip up and ripping pre- up, yeah, rip sure. up pieces of paper yeah. behind You're people. using your words and democracy, but like... I just want to see a Royal Rumble. Yeah, like right. I want to see just like WWE style one at a time. Every, every yeah. Senator runs in the room and then just takes each other yeah. out. Whoever's the last Senator standing, all see, of their policies I mean, go. I want to see Dick Durbin duke it out with Ted Cruz. <laughs> I want to see Mitch McConnell get hit with like a double elbow drop. Uh, Mitch McConnell won't get hit. He'll hide in his shell the minute he thinks he's getting attacked. Uh, Let's go to February 16th, 1959. Our Lord and Savior Fidel Castro was sworn in as Prime Minister of Cuba after forcing President uh, the President out. You, you weren't even going to I wasn't going to try one. to read his name. You were going to attend Fulgencio Batista. Uh, you got it, so we're good. Right? In, uh, <laughs> in, thank you. Uh, in 1857, on the same day, the first U.S. School of Higher Education for the Deaf was created. The That's- Columbia Institute of for the deaf was founded. That's kind of the first real win in this in this week's history so far. Yeah, right. I mean, the Beatles first, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, I was. I forgot about that. That was a good. That one. was that's pretty. Moving nice. to the next day, uh, the brawl was okay. Yeah, yeah the yeah. brawl was fun. Yeah. I think we just found a better show that we'd like to see in our future constitution. Right. I mean, come on, some congressman smacked another congressman with a cane. That's pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> I'd pay to see that. Uh, February 17th, 2006, Cheney's got a gun, baby. Six days after U.S. Vice President Dick Cheney accidentally shoots Harry Whittington while on a quail hunting trip in Texas, Whittington apologizes to Cheney, stating, My family and I are deeply sorry for everything Vice President Cheney and his family have, uh, have had to deal with. Cheney has not, not yet apologized to his victim, stating he didn't need to apologize. No, the other guy had to apologize to him for getting in his way. Yeah, right? <laughs> How do you accidentally... I didn't realize they were quail hunting. Yeah. You're aiming. I thought it was deer hunting. Yeah. Like, at least you're on the same, like, Y plane for that. Like, this is. Yeah. The quail are up in the sky, Dick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Dick was hunting quail that day. I don't think he was. I think he was just being a dick. But I'm. Hey, uh, last one, February 18th, uh, and this one is a a real historical moment in uh, American history. Jefferson Davis is inaugurated as the president of the Confederate States. Davis had been a member of the U.S. Senate and had previously served as the U.S. Secretary of War. (laughs) And that wraps up next week today. Black History Month, and we were just like, Fugitive Slave Act, wee! Oh, shit. (laughs) Hey, be sure to tell your friends about And Friends, which is available online on RadioMisfits.com. Tommy, do you have a tangent? Oh, I do. Okay, this is my favorite piece of news in years. This has been the highlight of my year so far. I think this is the most excited I've seen you for anything. This summer, Dunkaroos are coming back. Are you freaking kidding me? I'm dead serious. I'm not talking about coming back. I'm meaning like that's the thing that's gotten you so excited. Is Dunkaroos the thing with the sticks and the chocolate? No. Well, they weren't sticks. I mean, they were like, they were, like, were kind of like animal cracker sort of thing. And it was like frosting. Yeah, you get either like chocolate frosting or vanilla frosting. I don't know how you're not more excited about this. This is the best thing. This is the best news I've ever heard. It's been discontinued since 2012. I never got to have them really as a kid, so I never That's really why you don't understand. You have to have them. Okay, so when they come <laughs> back this summer, you will relive your, your, your days in the I early 2000s. I don't actually 2000s. think I ever got to have them. Like, I would see them, and I tried people's, but I never. I never had Dunkaroos, but these look pretty good. Oh my god, when these come back, you guys have to you have to try this. This will be our our second episode of Taste Testers. Yeah. <laughs> we've done a couple. We've had more. We've, than had, two. we've done like 3. Well, we did. But did, did we we did my sandwich and we, we did, did your sandwich. We did the gum and we, we did, the, did the Twinkie because I had That's right. Had a there was Twinkie. a Twinkie. You're right. There were 3. Yeah. 
And now you've made me taste very unhealthy things. Why are we doing this? Taste hey, you, testing you, stuff. You, All I've gotten is sweets and a sandwich that makes me... Actually, that was not a bad sandwich. But still, sandwich. the first two, I was like, one's a Twinkie. How healthy is that for you? The other one is gum. That's margarita or some alcoholic drink. But it was uh, mimosa. It was Mimosas. mimosa, yeah. yeah. To be fair, I don't think any of us actually finished the Twinkie. No. No. You hyped this up pretty hard, dude. Oh, my God. I can't hype it up enough. I mean, Dunkaroos were absolutely my shit because you you leave you leave like a little you dip each cracker like one time and eat the whole thing because it's a pretty small cracker. But yeah. then you've got a little left over. You can just scoop that icing out with your finger. That's just straight icing. That's good stuff. Not yeah. to harsh your mellow, but what if they don't have it the exact same way when it comes back? Like it's not the way that you remember as a child. Like there's something off about it. Yeah, but if they change the recipe or you realize that what you were eating as a child is just total shit. Then I will go to the offices of, I believe it's General Mills, and I'll just start a fire (laughs) until I get the the original (laughs) formula back. You're gonna gonna start a fire and threaten to keep the fire going? General Mills, this is an this is an open threat to you. If you do not deliver on these Dunkaroos, there will be consequences. I w- there will be a constant fire in your building. This is a declaration of war. Yeah. You know you could do also homemade Dunkaroos, right? How so? Um, well, it looks like it's just like teddy bear graham crackers, and then, of course, you just do freaking frosting. Oh, yeah, you could probably use pillberry there's, frosting. There's really, there's, I just found a YouTube video by Bumble Bailey. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that tells you how to do at home Dunkaroos. Okay. So me buying some Dunkaroos looks dumb, but it's acceptable when I eat them. It, me grabbing graham crackers and just a tub of chocolate icing, that gets sad. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like uh, you are a, someone who just got broken up with. Cause yeah, it's, <laughs> it sounds pretty dumb. It's been too long since I've been broken up with to justify this much icing. Or your period, which it's, you can justify that too. <laughs> I've I've missed my period. I might be pregnant. I haven't had my period in a while. Yeah. Yeah, you might both want to go. Yeah, it, 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 get checked I out. think I think uh, going out and buying Dunkaroos is a good idea, but getting a tub of icing and graham crackers is pretty dumb. Caroos. They have Gogurt Dunkaroos. They do. Yeah, I found it. Well, it's not like yeah, it is. It has there's a strawberry one and they have a vanilla one. Which vanilla ones come with like? I hope they I hope they release those. I'd eat the yogurt ones. I'm pretty sure Tommy looks a little bit more like he was trying to breathe to Those not kill you. Those aren't Dunkaroos. Those are Dunkers. <laughs> They're different. Dunkers. Uh, I'm I mean, still like mad. The same thing. Samuel used used the name of Dunkaroos in vain. I didn't use it in vain. You used it in vain. You said Dunkaroos. <laughs> but I used funny. it to I used it to describe a stupid version of a Dunkaroo. A dumb Karoo. A dumb Karoo. I don't know how it's the like you're, it's like you're saying it wrong. Maybe it's just that we've said it too many times and it's become gibberish. But it's it's dumb Karoo and Dunkaroo. You're like doing a voice when you say Dunkaroo. Dun- dumb Karoo. <laughs> you're like getting lower. Dumb Dumb Karoo. Dunkaroo. Dunkaroo. You kind of sound like you have to say it like you're stupid. Dunkaroo. Dunkaroo. Yeah. <laughs> this is so bad. No, I don't know how it's possible that you say everything wrong in my eyes. I apologize. I, I don't know, Mr. Museum. It I was going to say, be. who says museum yeah. wrong here? <laughs> All right. Let's go into something better than this, which is music without music. That's right. Music without music. The game show where you listen to music and we don't. Wait. What? Other way. Since legally we can't play the songs, we have music without music. Music without music? That's the worst one out of all of them. It really is. It's not is. that I'm bad. Sorry. No, it's not that bad. It's just long. I don't blame you for it. I blame no. uh, whoever edited it. Fuck you. I was going to say, the carousel music in the background gets me a little bit where I'm like, what's going on here? But I, I think all of them have their own quirks. Like, everyone loves and hates something different. Anyway, let's explain, minus the fact of dissing our own intros. I'll hate all the intros. Um, <laughs> music without music. Does any of you gentlemen want to explain? Tommy does it the best. Yes, Tommy. Okay, explain. so the idea of music without music is uh, for legal reasons we cannot just play music on the air uh because we don't own it we don't own the rights to play it uh, and we will be sued um however what we can do is play like three seconds of it before our lawyer cuts it and then we'll listen to it and it'll be dead silent for you except the sound of us having a conversation about it yes so you get to hear the more important part the conversation born of 
the music. Yes. Kimmy, would you like to explain the song? Well, this song, I chose it because I've also been listening to the artist complicitly recently. But there, no, there, there's there's more to it. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Watsky is. Uh, uh, I'm a little familiar. Um, he has a lot of different songs. He has he does like a little version of No Flex Zone with um, she's another rapper. They, he's a white rapper, basically, is who he is. He has a couple different ones, and this one is the first one I found out from. It's a little dark, but it's not dark if you listen to the lyrics. But I just also like the beat. He I also does like a cu- song with Kate Nash, and I freaking love Kate Nash. And that one's called Hey Asshole. I'd just rather do the song of Sloppy Seconds than Hey Asshole. All right. Cool. We are starting, for those playing at home, we're going to do the countdown. We are starting in three, two, one, play. And piano's in this. And piano, I like piano. I want to learn this on piano. Yeah? Do you yeah. play piano at all? I have one. Fuck you if you love a car but, for Oh, I'm sorry, job. it swears. You, you love a car for the <laughs> um, road trips. Show me uh, the miles and your arms. I do and have one, scar. but I don't know things of it fully. So, so you own a piano. Yeah, I own a I own a guitar. <laughs> I, I own Whoa. it. I know we're like... We the, can sing. We could start a band. We should start a podcast. Oh. Well, if we come up with our own songs, I think, you know, we'd be fine, right? No copyright issues there. Yeah, that's true, actually. There's like a few keys that I'll play over and over again, but I also like that they go from, he goes from playing the piano, you also got some beats going on. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's, there's definitely a lot of change You got the ups. drum going on. Oh, it sounds like there's actually like a band behind him, which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good sound design. Yeah. In the lyrics, it talks about like, got in a car accident and stuff like that. This isn't a cover of a song, is it? No, this is actually his song. This is his song. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't rap that much in this one, but he does the other songs where he'll rap faster. Like, he's a really fab... Fab. (laughs) Fast rapper. (laughs) Fast rapper. I don't know about his fapping skills, but I know about his rapping skills. (laughs) That was really bad. It was broken. Well, we got to fill the time somehow. We can't edit it because we have to go the entire song or else it doesn't line up. No, I know. <laughs> well, then you got to start fapping. He is fast, though. I'll agree. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I like how there. It, it has there right there, I think, is Kate Nash, where she brings in like she does a lot while she'll sneak in into his songs. Kind of slides it a little. She does. She does a little bit. And he I think it's nice. to adds a little like feminine touch to his song. Yeah. It's and nice I, to have the backup like that. Yeah. You just have like a difference from your own voice, and it's a very different one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with this one, I mean, the compared to some other of his songs, because he has one that's really short, but he will have the, you know, the repetitive, like right now has the repetitive chorus parts, but it's nice because there's other voices in there. And I like when it stops, and then he'll go into the next verse. Because mm. if you guys noticed that last time, where he was doing the chorus, and then it stopped to go into the next verse a little bit. See, like that oh, yeah. right there, yeah, it, yeah. it yeah, stops yeah. when it kind of fades down in like the, the lyrics of the chorus. Yeah. Just ra- go into wrapping up the next Just kind of cuts a lot of the instrumental parts and goes mostly just vocals. Yeah, that makes it easier to listen to, too, because yeah. like you can focus on the, the the lyrics more than the music. It doesn't I went get to, overly crowded. Yeah. No. I went to look at the lyrics because I just wanted to see because I was like, I never like looked up the lyrics of this. And it, I always thought at first it was sad because it talked about like, show me the miles on your arms with the pink scars. And that part always got to me. So I was like, Eek. damn. Eek. But it's like also, I think like a love song because as you hear it and they would be like, oh, uh, I yeah, love you. you it, know. It's getting a little light too at this part. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like you're messed up. I'm, it's kind of like it goes through a phase. I feel like a story of like, hey, you know, we broke out of love. And then, you know, like, oh, you know. If you like the simple things of like pizza and tie dye shirts and a broken heart, you know, I it don't has know. A, it has a bit of a story arc to it. Yeah, at least that's what arc. I felt that way. I mean, I when I first listened to this song, I was in like a depressed part when I found it, and I was like, I like this song. I have actually a song that's worse and more depressive that I could. I mean, it has a very upbeat undertone. Like the song is so upbeat. But it's depressing lyrics. Mm. Well, it's interesting how like where you are in life when you first hear it, yeah. how that can affect just how you feel about the song as a whole, like what it brings to mind. Well, what's even crazier is when you listen to it like a couple years later, because I've been like re-listening to stuff that I used to listen to like a couple years back, and I'm like, oh, this song is totally different than what I thought it was actually about. You yeah. Know? It's yeah. interesting when you're like, then you also think about the mindset you were in when you first heard it. Mm. And like this, they have it go out where it kind of like has like it starts off with just and ends with a simple piano and but there's like more elements to get put in so it's 
every time I hear it, it just kind of makes you feel like you, you know, you're stuck in a mindset of where you were in that time when you first found it. I think it's a little cyclical. Well, that was that was a great song, Kimmy. Thanks for sharing it. Uh, there's so many of Watsky's songs. I just found one of them I really liked because the drumming. It's called 4 a.m. and I liked it. It's like I'm already writing my next like hit, but it's like it's more focused on the drums. And I've I will tell you this now. I fucking love drummers. I love drums, love drummers, love the instrument more than guitar. And I never thought I would because before I was like, yeah, but now I'm like, yep. You know who you'd like? I want to introduce you to my friend Samuel. Oh, really? Because uh, he drums. Oh, I mean, if he does, I mean, that's so hot. Yeah, you. Me? Yeah, you drum. Oh, yeah, I drum. Why do you sound so confused? I hope this is part sound of the surprised. Bit. Yeah, I'm just like, is he, what? He said my friend Samuel, and I instantly thought, oh, so he's got a, he's got a friend named Sam somewhere? <laughs> I do. Yeah. I thought so. You Damn. have to think that he <laughs> did say that we're friends now. This was determined in season two. We're friends. That's true. This is important to my character arc. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. The writers are still deciding where I'm going to go this season, but. Uh, well, it's coming near the end of the show, guys. Um, any last words? I don't know. We still got like a half hour left, right? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, okay. So we're done? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Are you actually sorry? No. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, there's one thing that will make me feel sorry for you if you don't do. Not at Miss Dunkaroos. Is listen, subscribe, and rate, and friends on opishows.com or wherever you find your podcast. Just search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to, drumroll, executive producer Tony Lasano. I guessed. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> you were very close. Do it again. Special thanks to <laughs> executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo spelled backwards. That is O-P-P-I-H shows.com. And distributed by <laughs> Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Woo, that's first episode of season three done, baby. Well, technically, you said the very other one that we had was, but anyway, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> it, the secret word is awooga. Enjoy your Coronas. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? <laughs> this is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Corona beer virus. A fat owl. Oh, have a nice beer. My brush with Harry Carey. And we welcome Anthony Scaramucci, the mooch. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast and Opie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. A new exhibit from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stay tuned. Rock on TV. Artifacts from the Jackson 5, Sonny and Cher, Elvis, Cindy Lauper, ZZ Top, Eric Clapton, and more. Now at the Museum of Broadcast Communications, 360 North State Street, Chicago. From Bandstand to Gaga, let's rock on TV. For info and tickets, visit museum.tv. This week on Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview, we talk with Bob Romanis. He played Mike Damone from the classic Fast Times at Ridgemont High. What is the strangest place that you have ever been recognized? I was floating down the Kern River up here in uh, Southern California, and uh, I had like a week's growth of beard, a baseball cap pulled over my eyes. <laughs> I'm floating in the middle of the river. Somebody yells out, hey, Damone! <laughs> <laughs> Minutia Men. Celebrity Interview, an Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. <laughs> <laughs>